0: Hey guys, it's uh, David Barnett with investlocalbook.com, the blog site where I talk about buying and selling small businesses, local investing, personal finance and any other topic that my viewers happen to ask me. I had a very interesting conversation recently with a client of mine who's been very frustrated by the fact that he's been dealing with a business seller who doesn't seem to be giving him what he's looking for. So let me give you some background. Basically, there's a business for sale and uh, my client is interested in buying it and he's talked with the seller. The seller isn't represented by any kind of broker, he's just kind of doing it himself and they had a discussion where the seller said, yeah, I want to sell my business. And the buyer said, that's great. Give me all of this stuff and give him a list of, of information that he wanted. Now what has happened since then is nothing. The seller hasn't, you know, handed over the financial statements. The seller hasn't provided further information. Just everything seems to be at a standstill and my client was very frustrated like what's going on here? Hasn't the decision been made? Well let's take a look and try to understand a little bit about what might be going on in the mind of the seller but more importantly let's talk about things as a buyer that you can do if you ever run into a situation like this. So the seller. First of all. It's clearly, you know, clear to anyone that this guy hasn't read my best selling book, how to sell my own business because in this book I explain why it's critical for sellers to be prepared before they talk with their first buyer because if somebody's going to take the time to look at your business, you have to be ready to serve their needs and address their concerns, have everything together so that you can have a meaningful conversation immediately once interest has been expressed. So obviously, hasn't read this. So what's going on? In the mind of a seller, let's first understand what motivates someone to sell a small business and when we're talking about business here that is owner managed, okay? So in a lot of ways these businesses are an extension of the owner and most of the time when a business like this goes up for sale, it goes up for sale because of an emotional or personal need on the part of the seller. When I was a business broker, the top reasons why people came in to sell a business were boredom and burnout, divorce, poor health, relocation, Okay, retirement was also up there. So as you can see, four out of five of those reasons um, have to do with a way that a person feels about themselves or about their personal life, things that are going on around them. So, something can happen that can come up in a person's life that makes them think they want to sell their business and they might start talking about it or even, you know, potentially looking for a buyer and once that buyer introduction has happened and they start talking with the buyer, that pressing personal need dissipates and it no longer seems like such a, a, you know, a pressing need to sell the business and what that does is it, it takes the foot off of the accelerator and people start to slow down. The other thing to remember is that if we're talking about a profitable business, the longer the seller does nothing, the more money they end up making because they're earning profits as they operate the business. And in the day-to-day of most businesses, the, the thing that's important for most sellers if they're managing their business is actually the management of the business. Selling the business is akin to a side project. It's something that they know that they have to work at but if they have employees looking for input right now they know that they need to answer those employees or else the business stops functioning and, and then there's nothing to sell. What can sometimes happen in different parts times of year is that the other people the seller are, is relying on may actually be tied up or on vacation. Don't go looking for financial statements to be completed for example at personal tax time because a lot of accounting offices in addition to having business clients will do a lot of personal tax returns and the accountant really is tied up, he can't be as responsive as he might normally be. In the middle of summer it could be that people are on vacation sometimes weeks at a time and they're not available to give the seller the information that a buyer may be asking for. So we've got all these different things going on, Uh, the seller may or may not be as motivated as he was initially but as a buyer what can you do when facing this kind of situation? And it can be frustrating because You know, if you want to buy a business and you think that this might be the business that you want to buy, you want things to happen. You want to get into the driver's seat and it can be frustrating. You know, in a big business, um, if they decide to sell the company or they decide to sell a division of the company, some person will be told, sell the business and it's now their job to actually make it happen. And with the small business, that isn't the case. So you're dealing with someone who is trying to run the business, maybe they're also trying to plan their vacation, they've got family obligations and you contact them and then you follow up with them and then you follow up with them again and weeks start to slip by and you become increasingly frustrated. You can't. Here's what's happening. The more that you follow up with them and the more that you begin to chase, the more you will create the idea in the seller's mind that you are highly motivated to buy their business. You are demonstrating what we call compulsion. Now the definition of fair market value is a price at which a buyer and seller will agree to buy or sell something where both have access to reasonable information and neither is under compulsion. But if you start to demonstrate to a seller that you actually have compulsion, that you need to buy their business, what's happening is that by chasing and following up you're actually eroding your own negotiating position. So, what I said to this guy, my client, is I said, look, stop following up every week. Change that from a weekly follow-up phone call to a monthly reminder email. And also let him know that you are looking at other opportunities because you can't create the scenario where he thinks that you're all about chasing his business because what's going to happen is he's going to think that he can get a higher price from you where you don't want them to think that, I mean you want to be able to negotiate, you want to know that you are going to get the best price possible for yourself. So it's a frustrating situation but all you really can do is wait and wait and wait and, and here's the other thing is the longer you wait the, and if you stop following up and stop imagining yourself as being the owner and, and, and you tone down what I like to call the buyer fever that can sometimes take over a person's mind you can actually put yourself in a more logical and analytical position to be able to carefully analyze what it is that's being offered to you. It's frustrating and I've known some people that have gone through this dance for over a year before actually getting in front of them the documents that they originally asked for. I hope that helps, it's certainly a frustrating situation to be in. The most important thing though as a business buyer is to make sure that you don't demonstrate that compulsion by coming across as someone who's really anxious to buy the business. As a seller you don't want to be in this position at all you want to make sure that you're prepared before you meet the buyer so that you have everything together and if that person is excited about your business you're ready to fan those flames you're ready to give them the information he wants answer all the questions so that you can move quickly to a closing. If you have a business that you want to sell Go and visit my website howtosellmyownbusiness.com, buy a copy of my book, download my free special report, take my online course, get me to do an evaluation and prepare your package. We call it a confidential business profile. It'll help make selling easier. And if you're a buyer, of course, businessbuyeradvantage.com is the place that you want to go to learn how to properly analyze an opportunity and make the best deal that you can. Thanks, I enjoy making these videos, the only way that the people who run the internet have of knowing if the content is good is if you like or share. So please do that to make sure that I get up in the search rankings and other people like yourself who need this information are going to be able to find it more easily. And if you're watching on YouTube, click subscribe, it's a great way to make sure that you never miss any of my new videos. Thanks. I'll see you later, and come on by and subscribe to my email list. It's at davidcbarnett.com. We'll talk to you soon.